Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is KJ and Lions on WEEI. KJ Alliance, WEEI, hour number three. Thank you so much for spending your Saturday with us. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. John, did you see the tweet earlier this week from Jeff Passan, VSPN, saying, look, Otani seems to be more in play with the Red Sox than what had been stated before. Yeah, look... I want to get excited at those things, but then then I see other tweets like Hector Gomez tweeted today, like the Dodgers are going to go all in for Otani and Mike Trout, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't think there's enough money in the world. There you might know, like, be. the Dodgers <laughs> might have enough money in the world. Well, I I, yeah, I, so here's what's the and I I was going to play the audio from December 30th of last year, but due to technical issues, I can't play the audio, or it will absolutely destroy today's show. That's the only thing I could say. So I can only read piece by piece what I said because I have the video up at my KJ Carson channel, which is a repurposing of some of the show's uh, audio here on the show. And I said, hey, some of people are waiting uh, that the the Red Sox are are not spending at that time because they could be laying in wait, waiting for Shohei Atani and that that nobody else in the game who could pitch, hit, and pretty much play every day. Um, Let me add an addendum real quick to that. Think about all the construction that has gone up around Fenway. You've got a new performance venue. You've got all these things that are being built up for the sake of the customer. This is what I was saying at the time, that when you get an everyday player like Shohei Otani, people can come to the ballpark every day versus, say, a Yamamoto, where it's every four days, and Lord forbid Yamamoto hit a couple of guys the wrong way, and he gets suspended for like eight games and misses two starts. So I would go on to say in this, that if it costs $100 million more to get Otani, that there are actually people behind the scenes that are thinking about how they can make that money back fast through international partnerships, game rights, uh, show things. You might even make a mini-buddy comedy between Otani and uh, and Yoshida that would then make the Red Sox this international conglomerate team that would fit under the guise of what FSG does. Yeah, and that's that's the overview. And and just from my perspective, KJ. So in the last like eight years, I think I've bought one sports jersey because someone told me adults aren't supposed to wear those. I would buy an Otani. Hip-hop videos you can, yeah, uh, yeah, right. That's true. I got to just launch my rap career. I got to talk to Stiz <laughs> about that. But I would buy an Otani jersey. Like you know what I mean. So well, the numbers like, available now. Like, right? Bye, Urias. Here's the thing, though. Like. 
the biggest thing the Red Sox need, and I'm hoping Craig Breslow will be in on this because he's been good when it comes to developing pitchers and his philosophy. They need two starting pitchers, like not just one. So to me, if you want to bring in Otani, I'm all in. I still want a Snell, a Nola, a Montgomery, a Yamamoto, whoever. Like because Yamamoto, uh, Otani's not going to pitch at all this year. So even if he pitches next year, like you still need another starting pitcher. This is a team that was bottom of the league in starting ERA, bottom of the league in quality starts all year. Like you, they need two starting pitchers, and the saving grace, KJ. Yeah. This is one of the best off seasons in a long time if you need to get starting pitchers, whether it's via trade or free agency. Right, but if you know that, and, and agents are going to know this, if you're in sure. such a high demand, that number is going to go into the water. Because think about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody, nobody is going to take anything less than what Chris Sale is getting in this last in this last year. So that's going to be a starting point for any agent talking to the Red Sox. Here's where I think Breslow's skill is going to be versus then what Heim wasn't able to do. It seemed like Heim was more of the go get the uh, the rescue dog, if you will, right? The guy who had had damaged goods, who might have something. Heim was trying to bring in the damaged goods. Now, don't get at me, dog owners. Yes, you might have a rescue. It doesn't mean it's damaged goods. But what I'm saying is Heim wasn't able to rescue these dogs. I think with Breslow, his thing is, I know a really good breeder that people don't know about, or I had conversations with that these are people who are off the radar but are going to give us our bang for the buck and are going to be developing superstars or just below that level where it doesn't force the team to go out and buy names and not get a name return. So this is where I think Breslow's secret is because he's got a couple of guys that he brought up in the Cubs organization. One, I forgot he's already on the team, and another guy who's just flying through their organization. Almost like I think last year he was like six or seven years younger than most of the guys on the on the on the double A team. So that's what I expect from Breslow is to be able to find the guy who knows how to breed the bull mastiff, who's off somewhere in some weird location that nobody really knows about. And when this guy shows up on the scene, you're like, wow. Because I think with with, with Brian Bayo, who I think is kind of like a gemstone, if you will, inside of the I saw one Marvel movie. But if you know the movie I'm talking about. He's that one gemstone, but he's not the center stone, right? And I think the way he grows, if he grows with other guys that are comparable in his age, and then you have like the old school, like Baltimore Orioles, four guys winning 20 games type quality players. I'm not saying that that's what they're going to get, but I don't want to see the Red Sox go overspend for pitching when you have an overspent pitcher on the roster. So I think... The ideal situation for the Red Sox in 2024 is Brian Bayo's your third starter. Because then, if he's your third starter, Paxton's your fourth and your fifth, hey, maybe it's a healthy sale, maybe it's somebody else, but you can work that out if you have two horses at the top of your rotation. Like, no matter what, they, they're they starting pitching. I'm thinking of your, John, I'm year. thinking of your math there. You say if Bra- Bayo's the three, right? Yep. Paxton's the four? Sure. So are you saying Sale is the one or two? No, he'd be like the fifth. Because you can't depend on his health. That's yeah, all. It's it's but, a health thing. But like there's no way you give him that much money and say yeah, you're, is, a, you're who, fifth starter. Who cares how much money he's making? The people he, who have to pay no, it out. if he's your fifth best starter and he can't stay healthy, then that's where he's going to be. I don't like, think if, you could go look, into the season like, with like, the, let's, with, let's look at this right now. Yamamoto, I'd rather have over Sale. Blake Snell, I'd rather have over Sale. Aaron Nola, I'd rather have over Sale. Jordan Montgomery, I'd rather have over Sale. I'm waiting not saying a year Sale for is your, one, is your one. 
I'm not saying he's but your those one. Are, they need two starting pitchers. You cannot go into a season depending on Chris Sale to give you 30 starts with 20 of them being quality starts. And, and look, I like no the guy. Way you pay a he was guy a big the fourth starter 27 million a year. Why not? Well, for one year? Like, just admit you made a mistake and you overpaid for him, and you got to bite the bullet on one year. Because if you want to be a good team, he's not going to be your ace. And if you want to be a good team, he really shouldn't be your second starter either. And if you want to tell me they'd put him in the three slot because of his money and they'd have Bayo at four and Paxton at five, all right, whatever. Like, I could accept that. But okay. one of your t- you need two new starting pitchers next year if you're going to be a team that can go to the divisional round or divisional series, excuse me, or the ALCS. You need two new stars. And you mentioned Otani. You could use another bat, too, whether it's Otani. Juan Soto might be available for via trade. The problem with the hitting market is it's not nearly what the pitching market is. You have Otani. You have Soto via trade. And other than that, it's pretty dry. Like, Cody Bellinger had a good year last year, but but the two years before that, he was bad. Like, so that's the thing. The, the Red Sox can add two quality starters. I think it might be even harder for them to add an upgrade hitting because the options are so limited. KJ in lines, WEEI, 617-779-7937. Text line, 37937. Still to come later this hour, uh, the third annual Jive Turkey Awards for different sports figures here. Justin, because it's no, it ain't cool being such a Jive Turkey so close to Thanksgiving. Was I nominated for one? No, okay, no, Okay, good. No, Thank no. you. I appreciate no, that. No, 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 not at all. There's okay. no turkey to you. Maybe a little bit of gravy, but no turkey Ah, to you. all right, yeah. So look, yeah. here's where I think, and this is going back to Breslow and how he probably constructs this. You know that Sale is going to have to be somewhere in the mix because you would want to, let's say this, Sale performs well, and then you can get someone to eat some of that contract in a trade. So there's no way you can hide him as a fourth, fifth starter because Let's just say he misses his fifth start. Let's say he misses a start. Now you are you can't even showcase what he may have. I don't think he's anything lower than third. I don't know if you can go get two guys. But I think he can go get guys where, let's just call it what it is, you might start the season with Sale as your number one starter, and by the time the season is over, he may be the three starter or he's gone. right? But I don't think it happens when you bring in big-name pitchers because – then you've got this other big name, big salary guy that you can't just, you have to put him out there to show that he could perform for someone else to see greater value. Now, the bad thing about that is you would presume that the Red Sox wouldn't be in the mix of things, and you don't want to hope that if you're going to make these offseason moves. But I think at the same time, Sale has to be featured somewhere. Uh, yeah, he wasn't even one starting last year, right? So it was Kluber, then Sale. I think it may, maybe they get one guy who becomes the feature guy, then Sale, then Bayo. If Sale doesn't perform, then then you could say, hey, Bayo is outperforming Sale. We could bump him up. And now as you're bumping maybe Sale to three, there may be conversations of being able to move him. Yeah, but even with Sale, like his base salary number for the – it's his last year of his deal. Yeah. And his base salary is 27 and a half, but because of the way his contract's set up – they're only paying him seventeen and a half million this year. Like that's not ace money. That's not that might be number two starter money, but like I, I just would not worry about where you put Chris Sale in the rotation. Like you should bring in two new starting pitchers who are good, and then Bayo probably should be your third starter. And so then if you, you want to quibble, hey, is Sale fourth, fifth, whatever? Like, and I would still probably keep him just for the year because I don't think you're going to get much trade value back for him given his injury history. Right. So I, I would keep him anyway. So just have him as part of the rotation. And I think, you know, he's a good enough pitcher 
that if he's your fourth guy, you're in pretty good shape, right? Real like quick. I just, I, I I'm not worried about. Oh, he's a high priced guy, so you have to put him in the top three in the rotation. I just I don't think that's a, an issue. Well, okay, real quick before we go to tr- trending, how much is it that they couldn't agree with Evaldi last year? It was like seventeen. I don't remember exactly. It was something so, in that neighborhood, yeah. Right. So if 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 Evaldi couldn't agree to seventeen, and you know you're giving sales seventeen and a half, and you're going to bring two other guys to be the front line rotation guys, you might be giving up maybe forty to fifty million a year just for those two guys. I, you're probably combined. right. Yeah. And and that's and and there's the concern because now you're like okay Trevor Story still kind of has a big number and hasn't really yeah. been out on the field so you don't want to potentially get into a situation where you've you've got like a a roster full of guys because let's say these two starting pitchers don't pan out the way you would want them to you'd hope they would but that we've seen a trend right now that like look look what look what New York's going through Rondon like they're like we're stuck with this guy and getting nothing yeah. so there's nothing that's really telling you like hey. Guys are coming at because what do you think Blake Snell's going to ask for? What do you think he's going to ask oh, for? Oh, I'd say minimum 25. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm fine. Like, yeah, but the other thing, too, is it's sales last year of his deal. So if your starting pitching salary is a little bloated this year, like, fine. Like, Bayo's at an affordable number. Paxton's affordable. And if you want to look beyond the roster, like, Tristan Casas is going to be at an affordable number for several years. Whoever right, your catcher players, is, yeah. is going to be affordable. Like, even Yoshida, I That's think in the right. grand scheme, I think not that expensive. It's a, a good deal, yeah. And the other thing, KJ, I know we got to go to break here, but, like, if you're the Red Sox finishing last place three out of four years, do I really want to hear that you don't want to spend the extra 10 or $15 million to be a contender again? Or, know, to get like, the, or get the same results or a like, little bit better? Yeah, you know, like... <laughs> I don't want to hear that you don't want to. Speak. That's why I think Breslow knows where the where the yeah. breeders, the master breeders, no, are I, versus. I think, and this is where I think he's going to make or could make a very big difference. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We get to your text and calls next here on Weei. Time to trend with Justin Turpin. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is KJ and Lions on WEEI. Uh, of course, I'm going to believe in Max, but I don't know who said that, but nah, he hasn't lost us. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's wild, but no, nah, he hasn't lost any of us on the team, so 
Um, it'll be a good week for him to just get away from football. And and when when he gets back, I hope that he knows that um, all 52 other guys are, are ready to uh, get after it with him. Yeah, turn it up, Justin. Brothers Rock 2. John Lyons, I actually have a special collector's item of this Metallica album. And Justice for All, it can only be played at a 45 speed. Uh, turn it up, Turbin. That brother's going crazy up there on WEEI. KJ and Lyons, that's Jelani Tavai saying Mac has not lost the locker room and he's not part of the harvester of sorrow narrative that's going on right now with the Patriots. We'll get to the Patriots here shortly. Let's get to your text messages. 37937 and of course your calls at 617-37937. Justin, what you got? All right, we got our wide-ranging topics here. We'll start with the NBA questions, where if I can find it, that'd be nice. Um, I don't understand why the Celtics don't go after Dwight Howard. <laughs> Hasn't been in the league in a year and a half. That's, yeah, that would explain it, right? Have you and read the latest good. on Dwight Howard? <laughs> you guys don't know what's been going on with that I think Dwight the Howard? said DeMarcus Cousins, too. Same deal. Like, they both been out of the league for a year and a half. Yeah, so Dwight in Howard, theory, like, hey, another big, I'm, I'm for, but I don't think those two guys have anything left. Yeah, there's a bit of concern about Dwight Howard's D. I'll just say that. <laughs> one or two. I, I do wonder, though, if you watched the Celtics last year, you know the cult hero that Blake Griffin became. He's still out there as a big. I wonder if that's an option they might look at later during the season. And he was good in his role, too. Yeah, I, didn't, I thought he was fine. I mean, Justin, you actually covered the team, so you would know this better than both of us, but I, I thought Blake Griffin played well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Except for I when just, they put him in in Game 5 against the Hawks in the playoffs. And that no, not necessarily ideal, his yeah, role. I just love but, how this Dwight Howard stuff is just floating in the ether as people laugh or just giggle. Someone might even pull their car over, yes. Google Dwight Howard, and you'll see why Dwight Howard is not in the mix. Yeah, I, DeMarcus I won't, Cousins, won't I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know what? Don't even do it on a work computer. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? If you hit Google, you just all you have to do is see the headline. When you start reading the story, the, the good thing is there are no pictures. Uh, next text. <laughs> From the 860, the bottom line is Belichick can't be back. He put this team together. The team sucks, and it has no talent. It has sucked the past three or four years, and that's all because of Belichick. You know, John, from a grammatical and structural sentence perspective, that is a great text. But it's just not that simple, right? I, I think yeah. you know, with Belichick, you have to say, like, okay, because this year was bad and last year was confusing, the previous 21 or 22 before that, we're just going to ignore that. I just say, look, let the guy go out gracefully. There's going to be a favorable schedule. We'll get into more Patriots here in a moment. But look, when you, when you're, when you might win five games this year, you're going to get that fat 21, 21, that 2021 schedule that they got from being so bad in 2020. Yeah, and look, I understand the frustration from a lot of people. I really do. And and I, I firmly believe the way they should approach it is the Crafts go to Bill and say, hey, look, we're going to have multiple picks in the top 50. We're going to have a lot of money to spend. We're putting that into the offense. And if he says okay, then fine. If he says, no, I'm not doing it, then I would consider making a change. Because, look, they've invested heavily in defense the last five years. Their defense is pretty good. Their special teams stinks. Their offense really inconsistent and for the most part stinks. So that's where they need a high level of investment this year. We thank you for reaching out to KJ and Lions, 
7937-37937. What else you got, Justin? This one from the 781. Somebody explains to me why the Patriots should do anything in their last seven games. The franchise can't move forward without a top quarterback and a GM that can evaluate talent, which they don't have. It, so last seven games, biggest thing I want, an eye on 2024. Any young player oh. they have, all right, I want okay. development and playing time in these last seven weeks. So Demario Douglas, Kayshawn Booty, I'd put Sean Wade in that category, Keon White, anybody they have that they say, hey, this could be, uh, I I don't know if I'd go that far. I like, I would still go Mac there to see if you can get salvage (laughs) anything, but, but that's another guy too. Like you would, in a way I'd want Mac to play the last seven weeks because if he just keeps stinking, you know, you need a good quarterback. If he salvages something and actually looks okay after the buy and he reset himself, then maybe, Hey, you can, you can roll with it or try to upgrade differently at the quarterback position. So, but anybody that they think could be a contributor in 2024, that's who I want getting playing time these last seven weeks. Here's a concern, and it, it makes me jump out of my sleep at night when I think about potentially drafting a quarterback next year for the Patriots. Let's just say the Patriots decide to take Drake May and make most of New England somewhat happy. But then Drake May can't beat out Mac Jones when it gets into camp next year. Like, what? Like, I think though, if you that take, is a nightmare scenario. It is, and and to me, KJ, if you take one of, let's say you take Drake May or Caleb Williams, okay, one of those top two guys, I don't think Mac Jones is on the team next year in training camp. I, I think you have a different veteran or just zappy just going against him. him. Well, because think about because you're right, that would be a nightmare. Like, oh, we drafted this guy top two and he can't beat out Mac, and Mac's miserable because he knows we drafted his replacement top and two, nobody and nobody wants to make us. a deal to take and, him. Exactly. So, I to me, if you like it was different with Cam Newton and Mac because Mac was middle of the first round, fifth quarterback taken. Cam had been at least he had the cachet of being a former MVP. I know he was bad in twenty twenty, but at least he had that he was name a, he recognition. He was in his last year. He was yeah, and, and that was the th- like with this situation. If you take a QB in the top five, I think you move on from Mac completely because you just I don't think that's a good situation to have on your roster in July and August. So before we get to two more texts. So let's say a team calls and says, okay, knowing that they're going to get a quarterback, we'll take a flyer for Mac Jones. But let's say they will give you a fifth rounder. Do you let Mac Jones go? If I know I'm taking a quarterback top two, yes. Oh, you're getting fleeced. Not that yeah. Mac is that great. No, no, but, but- I, said, I just I want it more for like that nightmare scenario you talk about. I am avoiding that. Like or, that's for me. Or the other situation is you keep Mac Jones, right? And he just rides the pine. And you've seen the injuries that have just laid out in the NFL this year. Suddenly, he now becomes much more valuable to someone, not because of what you've seen, but because you're like, hey, maybe this guy's gotten better. He's seen some things, and we can use him. So I think Mac Jones is still here next year, even if you draft another quarterback, just because the the offer for him would be so low. There's no way I would take anything less than a fourth from him. I mean, because look, he played more games than 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 Trey Lance, and Trey Lance sure. got yeah. So, but you say like what you've seen from Mac Jones, you someone would give you a fourth or third in a way. I, yeah, I don't think so. All right, uh, two more texts. What you got, Justin? We got this one from the six hundred three suggesting the Red Sox should buy out the final year of Chris Sale's contract. Yeah, you mm. missed the Red Sox text where the guy said they didn't need Shohei. I was hoping you would read that one. I was going to save that one for last. Oh, I love how he spelt it too. Assuming yeah. you use they the don't need Shohei. Yeah. Yeah. Shohei. Yeah, yeah, and parking suddenly will be five dollars per spot. You, you, you yeah. don't get it. It's all part of an economic. But engine. to me, like you don't need to buy out sale like it's hey if the guy is healthy and he can be your third or fourth starter and party rotation or you can trade him great and it's a one year like right. I, I wouldn't 
as as injury prone as Sale has been and all that frustration, I still would not be subtracting starting pitching options off this Red Sox team. Like, Buyout, and I wouldn't do it for many man. teams, but I wouldn't real for a team that had as much struggles as they did last year. I don't think I'd be taking options away. Yeah, I don't think you can get off the horse at this point, right? Unless someone comes with just an incredible offer for sale right away that says, "Hey, yeah. we'll give you prospects." Then yes, because you, you figure like, "Hey, a prospect coming through the system is better than Chris Sale on the DL." So if that happens, yes, but I think you probably have to ride out, and then as you get towards the middle of the season then you may have someone who will come and buy out the remainder of the contract, and then he's completely off your hands. All right, one more text. We, why is this this section not sponsored? I, my, my goodness, like these are really good texts coming in from people. I don't know. I, I'd come up with a name for it, but probably not. This one uh, might be the best one from the 3 through 9. We talked a little bit about Revere Beach in the last yeah. hour. Yeah, uh, the only Wood, good thing Island. about Revere Beach is the beach pizza and the Sandcastle uh, competition. Other than that, it's basically a cesspool of disgusting people. Yeah. Oh, come you. on. Wait, I got a really good friend who lives at the top of Revere Beach. So he's one of the good ones. Okay. Well, she yeah. is. She's a wonderful Brazilian ones. family, yes. Yeah. Well, actually, I think she moved. Yeah. <laughs> See? She probably, I bet you she went to the South Shore, which is the best shore. As you know, Justin, Amen. I was hoping. Oh, are you really going there now? Are you really I, I was, going South Shore snobbery here? It's Amen. not snobbery. I, I just see, see KJ, <sighs> you've known me for a little while. I'm an evidence guy. I like to deal with the evidence and the facts and go from there. And I think the fact is. The South Shore is just better wait a minute, than the but, North Shore. I think that's I agree. Wait, wait a minute, I, that's wait a minute. not can, an opinion. I'll, I'll, that's not conjecture. I'll, 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 I'll kill this argument as a West guy, right? Because I live in Waltham. Um, there's a there there's a Kowloon on the South Shore. Is there oh, a gotcha. Revere Beach on the South Shore? No. So, we got Wallace today. Is there a Kowloon on the no. South Shore? Is, there a, it's, is it really on the ding, North Shore? Ding, ding, the Kowloon's in Saugus. Is that North Shore? It's on Route One, right? Is that yeah, it's going to the water. Yeah. Does that count as North Shore? It's on Route 1 in Saugus? I don't know. Yeah. Don't it's know. going. I, I would know. say it does, but it, it is close. Yeah. I mean, It's close. I mean, like, how far in from the water yeah. do you have to be? I, I, I just, it's, it's something to consider. I'm not saying, hey, Manchester's North Shore. Is Gillette it's Stadium the, on the North Shore? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. <laughs> if yeah, you I, I don't know about that. KJ and Lines, there's been improv. Is Plymouth Rock on the North Shore? Bad like, no. comedy. 400 years ago, the Pilgrims knew to go to the South Shore. Aviation Smart recommendations men. and sports talk. <laughs> the Odyssey app is free. Type in WEEI, brings you right here, or 93.7 Boston. And, of course, you can listen on your smart device. Say, hey, Alexa, play 93.7 WEEI. You know what almost slipped out of my mouth? I used to do mornings at another station here. It's now in a total different language now. But you get so used to saying the cadence of it that I almost said the old station's call numbers, and I haven't said it in like three years. So I'm proud of myself for holding myself together. Uh, you know what? I'm proud of you, too. And Thank the South you. Shore is better. There's than just the no Kowloon. There's no Kowloon South. Yeah. There's no, Commonwealth. Yeah, and you know what? There's no Plymouth Rock or Gillette Stadium on the North Oh, Shore. so now yeah. we're pilgrim. Just, now we're pilgrim shaming here? Is that what we're doing? No, I'm just saying they knew better 400 years ago. They knew better. Uh, uh, no, it's more like nautical, right? Because I don't know. You no, have no, no, seen no, the don't perfect ruin my storm, narrative right? here, KJ. Okay? Yeah, I don't, don't know how many that. ships you want to start sailing suddenly north in the north. Exactly. Northeast. Yeah, yeah. How many ships do you want to send to the North Shore? Zero. That exactly. is, that's a fair yeah. assessment. Zero. If it means the argument's going to stop, even yeah. though the clam chowder is better in Gloucester. You know what? I saying. haven't had it in. I I I will, <laughs> I will go to Gloucester and try it. I, I have not had it in the. Gloucester. Yeah, I don't know what you're missing. Um. So here we are in an off week with the Patriots. And we just have this fascinating dynamic going on between quarterback who's broken, and I'm not going to pile on to that, 
a, a, a coach who's under the gun, I don't think necessarily from ownership, but louder than ever from the fan base. And then ownership who showed their face in the last game, like there was nothing stoic about how they felt about the performance of this team. And, and, and my question is this to you, John. Is this team potentially in a purgatory situation if it sticks with Mac Jones or it lets Bill Belichick play out even longer? Oh, I, I think that's on the table. Yeah, I think could they be in a purgatory situation? And, and look, I'm never one to tank in any sport, but especially the NFL, I just don't think it works. I don't think it's effective in football. But if you get stuck in that, hey, we're the 20 to 22nd best team range, and you get stuck there for a while, like that's tough to get out of. So that's why, to me, I think purgatory's on the table. I wouldn't go – I don't think they're there yet because they're actually so bad right now that they'll get a higher pick. But, yeah, I mean, is it on the table? I mean, I think last year, like the team you saw last year, they went 8-9 and and should have won a couple other games and probably should have been 10-7. and That was like a purgatory-level team. Now, they brought it on themselves – with their offensive coaching setup and how some of their draft picks and signings didn't have as big an impact, but mm. it, that was a purgatory team. This year's just bad, but I think purgatory long term, we got to be careful because that could be on the table. There's a part of me that wonders, and I saw this last year. It felt like there was more belief in Bailey Zappi, not as the future of the quarterback, but just someone who is in uh, lockstep with the team. Okay. And that because of that, Bailey Zappi would always have at least some place at the table. Not the head of it. I don't think he was ever designed to be that guy. And I think that caused such a friction for Mac Jones that we're now in this point where, hey, Mac may still start next week just because there would be this feeling of, because I've never heard so many people have such a visceral response towards a backup quarterback. And I said, well, you sound like jilted lovers. Right, like if I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby, type thing. And it's like, look, two things can be true. I hate that term, but two things can be true at the same time. Your starting quarterback's not that good, and there's a reason why your backup's a backup. Yeah. But when they start, when that gap starts closing, remember when the conversation was like, "Hey, why did you go get Will Greer?" And the first thing a lot of people jumped to was like, "Because Bailey Zappi's that yeah, bad." Matt Corral too. Right, that. right. They, they right. tried a few things in, in August. Yeah, the runaway bride of the New England Patriots. Yeah. And so so literally I was saying at the time, hey, Bailey Zappi is not even the factor in this. It's really a statement about the starting quarterback, right? Because you don't sit there and say, hey, we're going to go get Kyler Murray to be our backup, right? You're, you, you do that because you feel like, hey, your starting quarterback isn't up to snuff. So look. Bailey Zappi didn't I – mean, look, he got a lot of runs in, in the preseason, didn't look good. Those things are going to happen. I'm tr- I'm, I believe there's noise for him as well. That's louder. I don't think there's any other backup quarterback in the league, maybe Zach Wilson, but he's starting, that gets a lot of, that gets the type of heat that Bailey Zappi does only because of the lack of performance from Mac Jones. I also think, too, there's a large segment of Patriots fans that – love Zappy and they're in your face about it. And I think that also works against Zappy with another segment of Patriots fans that's like, come on, guys, he's not that good. But they just hate Max so much, too, and are so frustrated with Max's performance that they keep throwing Zappy in, in your face. And I think that kind of plays – those two things kind of play off each other there. And, and, and you're right, two things can be true. Like we've seen in New England before. Remember 
Brady to Garoppolo to Brissett, and you could win with all three guys. Right. Now it's like, I don't know if I can win with any of the three guys they have. So, like, there's a big, like, when your quarterback room is strong, and, and I, if they had a better backup, I don't Let's know say if they Mac had would be playing. Percent. I don't think Jacoby Mac would be playing right now. I don't think Mac would be playing. Right. I think if they had a better backup, Mac would maybe not have even started the Washington game, or or maybe he wouldn't have even started the New Orleans game. But but don't but do you think that? But don't you think that that's when upper management steps in and says, "Well, wait a minute. If this is supposed to be the guy, we've got to give him every opportunity oh, yeah. to be the guy." I agree. That's why, like, I, I think he's going to start against the Giants, and I think Ooh. he starts the rest of the year because I think they look at it first. Ownership's really invested in this guy. They right. have been since the day he was drafted. And it's also that residual of, well, we let Tom Brady go, and this is the next guy we really targeted, so we really want him to be good. So there's that. There's their just first-round pick in, in investment, and Bob Kraft's talked about how much he likes him and all that. But like your, your best-case scenario is he comes out of the bye, somehow fixes himself, you get a top-10 pick, but you don't have to worry about taking a quarterback top-10. It's KJ and Lions, WEEI 617-779-7937. Uh, we'll wrap up the show. We still have the third or second annual. I can't remember. Justin might help me remember. I don't know if I've done this two or three times. I think this the is the annual, third. The third annual. So. Yeah, Jive Turkey Awards for different sports figures here in New England. Uh, some names have come off the list. Some are now on the list. That's next. Plus, we'll finish up Patriots Talk and get ready for Travis Thomas at 3. Thank you so much for hanging out in WEEI. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back to KJ and Lions on WEI. Yeah. Fun Saturday today with KJ and Lions, WEI. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Travis Thomas coming up at 3. Thank you so much for spending your Saturday with us. Some have listened for two plus hours and have declared so. Yes. Sometimes they just don't know that they're declaring it. So thank you whether you listen for two hours, 20 minutes, missed any of the show, the Odyssey app free, type in WEEI 93.7. John, I saw something interesting and shocking. The two top worst foods at Thanksgiving, because we'll be here again next Saturday, candy yams and cranberry sauce. Does does that ring true to you? Justin, ring true to you? I eat neither one. Yeah, 100%. Those are the worst. What? Okay, I understand the cranberry sauce. But there's literally a whole culture that are like candy yams is on the damn list. Like that is, like that is a me- a must have. I don't think I've ever had them. My, my Thanksgiving and that plate I understand is turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, corn, gravy, and a roll every single year for <laughs> right on. thirty years, and it will continue to be that way until a, I die. A B C D A B C D. Yes, huh, exact John? same thing. And I probably have a second plate with the exact same combination. <laughs> Maybe no corn because you know I can only eat so healthy. KJ, look, yeah. mine's got candy yams, got turkey, candy yams, mashed potato, collard greens. If someone's made some lima beans, I'll do those. Corn, Whoa, lima beans. Oh. Yeah, corn. Uh, get a roll in there. Uh, maybe stuffing, depending on like how the stuffing was made, is key. If it was made inside the bird, mm, you can have it. 
If it was made in a pan, then yeah, we can mess with your stuffing. So I think I just hit y'all up on game. But candy yams is on the plate. Now, some can get to diabetic level, but to find out, like, this is like Better Homes and Garden. Like, it was like one, two with cranberry sauce. But I don't do the cranberry sauce at all. I just can't touch that stuff. Yeah, me neither. I don't touch either one. Turpin, what's on the plate? I'm almost exactly with John. I mean, I'll, I look forward to stuffing, personally, so that's one of my favorites. But wait, wait, wait. I got to get a, on John. I'm a big mashed potatoes guy. Man. I, I got to get on John. John, you screamed about the South Shore and his Plymouth Rock is down there, yeah. and the way you celebrate Pilgrim's Pride is by getting a basic ABCD plate? Yeah, darn right. It's good enough for the Mayflower, good enough for me. Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. They would be before. proud. We're we're two minutes away. What was that <laughs> guy? Our, Who was the governor? Uh, Bradford, Governor yeah. Bradford in Squanto would be proud of my Thanksgiving plate. I'm impressed. Is Sacagawea was she? Is no, that she was in of, uh, the not the Louisiana Purchase, but she she's like, with Lewis and Clark. Yeah, she helped navigate okay. to Washington. Okay, State. I was going to say she was the one that yeah she was the leader. Yeah. Okay, uh, if, if, if we'll get to text line, and then we're about a minute away from the Jive Turkey Awards here. All right, Justin, what you got? From the 508, how about a Chris Sale in the back of the bullpen? I'm nah. not against you know, Well, here, here's why. I'm not against it either, but I, don't, I because think the bullpen's money, all right. The money could be justified if he's your setup. If, if you feel like you want to put him in a setup role in an extended four-out guy, then, then the 17-and-a-half doesn't feel so bad. I guess the question would be, would Sale be down for that? Right? Because at some point, you got to say, you know, look, Sale, this is what seems to be the comeback look, what it looks like. Comes back, looks great, goes five innings, maybe six, seven innings, then gets hurt, and then done. Did you see Chris Martin actually got a Cy Young vote, too? A fifth-place vote out of their bullpen. Yeah, that yeah. that's probably someone who works I was shocked. Here. But, hey, Chris Martin was <laughs> awesome. But it's just you don't really hear of relievers, especially on bad teams, well, this, getting Cy Young votes. This also is the same league that has MVP winners on last-place teams. So baseball's weird like that. Like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, another text. This one was actually from earlier on the show, but I missed it. But I actually, I think it's a good good thought here. Six oh three without Brady Belichick, or without Brady Belichick, would be a mirror image of what Josh McDaniels' career became: an above average offensive or defensive coordinator that can't win as a head coach. Yeah, yeah that's I, that's a simple narrative. I think right two thousand eight disagrees with that. Twenty twenty one disagrees with that. Even nineteen ninety four, they made. How did Matt Castle do when he went to Kansas City? Yeah. I was hoping you would read the six oh three text that said, "Can we bring back Robert Parrish?" I laughed out loud at that one. That well, was good. Whoever in the 603 said that, that was pretty good. Well, I mean, the chief. chief. I mean, it's legal now, right? The chief. <laughs> Hello, door. Door, we've got a we've got a delivery for you, chief. Well, now in Massachusetts, it could come right to your job. Yeah. I told you about that. Like I actually had a ex-coworker do, you know, when the law passed where you can now have that stuff delivered to your job on television had it delivered to the job. All right. There we go. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh." Huh? All right, let's go ahead and get the third annual Jive Turkey Awards. Do it, Justin. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fam. I'm pretty sure that you called me a Jive Turkey. It ain't cool being no Jive Turkey. So close, so close to Thanksgiving. Jive Turkey. You suck. Yes, I got Jive Turkey, fool. Jive Turkey is a little over the line, my man. Jive Turkey. Yes, gobble, gobble, get the gonads. I'll give you last year's lists before we get into the 2023 list because, John, you weren't here last year at this time. Last year's recipients of the Jive Turkey Awards, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge, Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, Hein Bloom, Chris Sale, and Inmei Odoka. 
This year's a little different, but we have a repeater. Chris Sale, as we've been discussing. <laughs> How many times are we going to see this narrative of, I'm here, I'm not here. I think this is a turkey that's now been microwaved and not fully cooked. I'm full of salmonella. Can I get another gonad for that guy? Or it's like that deep fried turkey that people put in frozen. You know what it is? Chris Sale has become the wild turkey that's in front of your car, and do you believe you can just take it home and eat it? Like, no, you're going to die of bird flu. Our second jive turkey, a repeater from last year, Mac Jones. <laughs> and let me tell you, John, he's moved up from the 12-pound to the 22-and-a-half-pound turkey. How does it get worse when you had built-in excuses for you last year? Can you figure this out? On Jive Turkey Award terms, he's on the verge of being a dynasty. Well, yeah, that's true. And and Keaton, well, if he stays around next year, yeah, I don't yeah. want to give it to him. Maybe I just give him cranberry sauce because it's leaving a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. A new entrant on the Jive Turkey Award this year is Jack Jones. Give me... <laughs> and know that turkey did not get shot in the making of the show. But come on. You have to say that the Patriots went out of their way to keep you out of legal trouble by keeping you a job. And then get fired from that job... After being getting out of that thing that was about to get you to lose the job. Who does that, John? I don't know. Not many people, but apparently Jack Jones. That makes you a jive turkey. Another one. This is a shocker, but this kind of is the reason why Heim Bloom, I think, is not longer in the picture. Alex Verdugo. <laughs> oh, man. Tell me, like, we talked about the Mona Lisa and its importance. You know what the Mona Lisa would be of the last days of Heim Bloom? is this picture of the two of them in the outfield, him and Verdugo chatting right after Mookie let Betts left town with a metal aluminum bat and killed the Red Sox. You remember that weekend? Oh, yeah. It seemed like Verdugo chose the wrong side, and it's going to be very interesting how things play out next year with Breslow in place and <laughs> Alex Cora still in place, Jive Turkey. And your final Jive Turkey is the new one, Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> yes, Juju sounds like the baster that you would use to wet the turkey, but he hasn't wet the beak of any of the fan base here, has he, John? Not at all. See, Jacoby Myers went last year, and around this time last year, he would have been a jive turkey of what happened in Vegas. But my goodness, you're getting nothing from Juju. You're not even seeing Juju sometimes. In fact, when you talk about the receiver room, when you say Juju, you're talking about is that a dessert? Jive Turkey Juju Smith Schuster. And those are your 2023 recipients of the annual Jive Turkey Awards. Chris Sale, two-time winner. Mac Jones, two-time winner. Jack Jones, Alex Verdugo, and Juju Smith Schuster, first-time winners. So, John, I, I, I guess, depending on how things go within a year now, you might have to come up with some turkeys yourself. Or maybe sides. Well, if I I, I would have come up with James Harden for this year if we, you know. Yeah, but he's it. not. But you don't give out jive turkeys. Like, they don't have, yeah. like, like, wild turkeys That's running around That's the only one I would come up with. That's a good list. Yeah, it, it has to be local. You keep it local. Thank you, Justin Turpin, for your work, for your put-in. We love having you here. Same thing with Joe Braverman. You didn't even know we had two producers during the show and seems seamlessly, and you missed none of it. John, thank you so much, man. Have a great Thanksgiving. We are back next week after the Ohio State-Michigan game. Have a great one. Travis Thomas is next. 
at the real John Lyons on Twitter at KJ Carson at W E E I. See ya. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.